Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Six Pembrokeshire hotels are included in the recently published Wales Online 50 Best Hotels in Wales. According to Wales Online, when it comes to getting away from it all in Wales, you are spoilt for choice. We have everything on our doorstep from a stunning coastline and rugged mountains to bustling market towns and brilliant tourist attractions. Listed in no particular order, you'll definitely be talking about them long after you check out. They are the Creek Glass Country House on Aberythi Road, Solver, the Panorama Hotel, Tembi, Pinelli Abbey, St Bride's Spa Hotel, Saundersfoot, Wolfcastle Country Hotel and the Grove, Narbeth. Pembroke Dock Town Council recently rewarded citizens in the town for their contribution to the community. The Council Town Awards saw many local people and groups recently receive their recognition. Gemma McKinley was nominated by Councillor Dillis Burrell for her achievements within her life and gaining a degree under difficult circumstances. Councillor Burrell also nominated the town's VC Gallery for the volunteers' efforts within the community of Pembroke Dock. Luke Hayden Charles was nominated by Councillor Peter Kraus for his voluntary work at the Maritime Museum. DJ Lionel Nutting was nominated by Councillor Maureen Colgan for his voluntary work with his mobile discos. Councillor Colgan also nominated the volunteers of Sunderland Trust. John and Linda Lloyd were nominated by Councillor Pamela George for their efforts with remembrance. John Lloyd produced all the silhouettes and poppies which are put around the town. Amongst others, on the sporting side, Jordan and Lowry Hart were nominated by Jonathan George for their achievements in badminton. The Ladies of Pembrokeshire Cancer Support Charity Shop were also nominated by Lynn Neville. David Powers Police are asking this question. Could you live with yourself if you killed or seriously injured someone on a night out? That's the reality for more than 130 people across the area whose Christmas drinks led to a serious assault last year. The force has launched a campaign highlighting the personal cost of violent behaviour to the victims, their families and the offenders themselves, as it works to reverse the increasing trend of alcohol-related assaults. Temporary Detective Chief Inspector Phil Rowe said, Violence against the person has been on the rise year on year since 2015, and our figures show that a large proportion of assaults are alcohol-related. As part of the force's Christmas campaign, Just Walk Away, TDCI Row is urging people to think before they act on a night out. The consequence of assaulting someone is life-changing, he said. Could you live with going to prison, spending Christmas in custody, and the emotional weight of knowing your actions seriously injured or even killed someone? If you get into a confrontational situation on a night out, please be the bigger person and just walk away. Driving a car on worn-down tyres has cost a Milford Haven man £197. Mark Garfield Howells, aged 55, of Stratford Road, did not appear at his sentencing at Haverford West Magistrates Court on Tuesday, December the 10th, having previously pleaded guilty to using a VW Golf with two illegal tyres. The court heard that police noticed Howells' front tyres were worn down on the cord on October the 14th. Vaughan Pritchard-Jones, prosecuting, said, When spoken to by the officer, he said he knew they were bad and he intended to change them, but didn't have enough money on his last payday. Magistrates added three penalty points to his licence and ordered him to pay £197 in a fine, costs and surcharge. And finally, in sport, there were wins for the two prominent Pembrokeshire sporting teams on Saturday. Narbeth Rugby Club thumped visitors Estalavera 44 points to nil at the Lewis Lloyd ground, whilst in football... Haverford West County saw off lowly placed Pontypridd Town 3-2 at Bridge Meadow. This strengthens the Bluebirds' place at the top of the JD Cymru South League.
That's it. You're up to date with all the Pembrokeshire news on Pure West Radio from me, Kim Thomas. This is Pure West Radio. And that was Charlene, no, Darlene Love, sorry, Christmas, baby, please come home. Hello and good evening and welcome to Healthy Minds, Healthy Lives of myself and... Hector Walker. Hello, Hector Walker. <laughs> good evening to you. Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas, Bram. Merry Christmas to everybody who's listening. Uh, we got a good show ahead of us tonight. What are we doing tonight? Well, we're going to be, uh, first of all, I think you're going to be talking about um, kind of harm reduction when it comes to uh, excessive drinking and consuming alcohol over the Christmas period. The theme throughout the show really is about kind of looking after ourselves over the kind of whole of the Christmas period, not just Christmas Day, but the whole kind of Christmas break. That's the theme we're going to be uh, talking about. And we're hoping that we'll get some messages coming in via the Facebook page, the Pure West Radio Facebook page, and look forward to any kind of hints or tips that you might be able to offer us along those lines pretty good yeah yeah so please we are live on facebook so please come and join us the studio is looking rather christmassy i feel a bit gutted that i didn't make more of an effort actually <laughs> i might run out actually and when we have a break and grab my hat from the car because <laughs> i feel a bit unchristmassy so yeah so unusually for um healthy minds healthy lives i'm going to kick off this evening <laughs> 
Brilliant. I feel like I don't know what to do now. I'm a bit bit nervous now. No, you can do it. You can do it. So I'm just going to be really talking about ways of reducing harm over Christmas. And this is pretty much what I do for a living now. So um, I've got a little bit of expertise in it. Uh, Some ways are pretty simple and some ways, uh, some things are going to be a little bit more hardcore. So I'm not just going to be talking purely about drinking over Christmas. I will be talking about drug taking as well. I'm not encouraging anyone to go and take drugs or to drink in any way however people will do this over christmas and what i would like to do is try and introduce some simple little ways to reduce the harm so if there is anyone listening that may find the subject offensive in any way shape or form then please uh change channels really or turn off because for the next 10 minutes roughly that's what i am going to be talking about so basically the first thing i'm going to kick off with is drinking drug taking and driving Now, obviously, this may sound pretty simple to people, but actually people tend to push it at this time of year. So the biggest piece of harm reduction advice I can offer anyone this Christmas is if you are taking any form of substance, whether it be legal, illicit or illegal, then please do not drive. There are loads of taxes around. Get a mate to pick you up. Get to do anything other than get behind the wheel of a car. There was an incident only today in on Arnold's Hill which uh, initially suspected may have involved a driver who was under the influence of some form of substance. He had a head-on collision uh, on Arnold's Hill. And that happened only today. I'm not going to go into it because I don't know the full facts. I wasn't there. I was in the traffic court in it. And I've only read uh, the news page to find out why. So that is the first bit of harm reduction I'm going to give. Secondly, I'm going to talk about alcohol. You can feel free to jump in at any time, well, Hector. I know. I was going to jump in on that uh, drink driving subject because the other thing I think that uh, people need to bear in mind, of course, is that the amount of alcohol that stays in the system for a period of time of course right through to the following day so although we can we might think we're okay or kid ourselves we can still be one over the limit and therefore driving illegally and this is not a kind of moralizing statement and if we are we are still a danger to other people um and that's the the kind of unto ourselves and actually sorry to go on a bit brown but no 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 that that reminded me very early on in my uh kind of like um, life? Ther- life? No, in my <laughs> my working life as a kind of therapist, uh, one of the first patients or one of the first clients who ever came in to see me was uh, had been for many years suffering from um, post traumatic stress disorder, and the single cause of that was a drink driver hitting her car f- uh, head on with two children in that in their in her car, and her life was shattered completely and utterly physically and mentally and that has always kind of uh stuck with you stuck with you and that was some guy who'd been in the pub for the afternoon and she was driving home from the supermarket exactly just minding her own business yeah yeah i am going to touch on that briefly um basically according to the average kind of guidelines and this isn't set in science this isn't set in stone it is scientific to a point but is body and person dependent but what we have to think about is we dispel or we process um one unit of alcohol approximately every hour that give or take um give or take the amount of food we have give or take our metabolism give or take the amount of water we've had but if we just work on that principle some people will take uh, process more process it quicker some people will process it slower but if we go on that model the average pint of beer contains 2.5 units so one pint of beer will take the body about two and a half hours to process if you've had 10 pints of beer 
That's 20, 20 hours, give or take, to process. So please just bear that in mind when you're out on your Christmas meal. Because if you do have 10 pints of beer, and I'm not saying that that's a good thing to have, I'm not saying that's a bad thing to have. Incidentally, that is way over the uh, recommended weekly units of 14 units for a man and a woman with two alcohol-free days in between. Please bear that in mind. I'm not saying it's safe to drink 10 uh, pints of beer, but these things do happen. I'm not an idiot. I have been out on Christmas dinners. I have been out on all-day sessions, and I know these things happen. But you are unable to drive for 20 hours afterwards, give or take. I know you start processing the alcohol straight away, so if your first pint's at 7 o'clock, you can do the maths. But that's roughly what you have to think about. Yeah, no, and it's, yeah, that's quite frightening, isn't it, that actually, you know, that amount of alcohol is, is <laughs> a massive amount. But as you say, 20 hours... That is like, you know, you stay at home for the following day, basically. That's right. Or you don't drive. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure your employer isn't going to be too clever if you turn up for Mm. work still processing three or four pints of beer. Yeah. Now, there are little ways that we can harm reduce here. So the average shot of white clear spirit is about 0.9 of a unit. So if you have a gin and tonic or a vodka and something or any other clear spirit, clear rum and coke, then you are only consuming uh, just under one unit, which it takes about an hour to process. So if you then go and have, right, hang on a minute, everyone's drinking pints. If you put two mixers in with your one shot, you have nigh on a pint of a pint of drink, mm-hmm. the same as your friends do. The only difference is you've got 0.9 of a unit in yours. They've got 2.5, depending on the strength of the lager stroke cider that they're drinking. A little bit of harm reduction. Mm-hmm. And that's the only kind of thing that I am talking about don't have to make massive changes you can still go out and enjoy yourself but you don't have to smash down 10 points of premium strength lager and get in your car the next morning and isn't there something also you know you just mentioned kind of like people who drink spirits that actually and pints uh that we can kind of um drop out of a round as well is that isn't there something yeah. about so for example you could have uh, one pint of uh, kind of regular beer or lager or whatever and then the next one could be an alcohol soft a soft drink yeah. or an alcohol free one yeah or some people have said to me they feel kind of like a bit self-conscious doing that so if people are drinking you know gin and tonics for example just get yourself a tonic with ice and lemon and then it kind of doesn't look any different but actually you're reducing the amount of alcohol you're you're having for that you're you're reducing harm yeah and when you think that alcohol is um very toxic to the body drinking it as soon as you put it in your mouth it harms it harms your mouth harms your throat harms your stomach harms your liver harms your kidneys harms your processing unit harms just about every single contact organ blood cell everything it comes in contact with it's actually crazy that it's legal really if it's kind of discovered today there is no way health and safety executive would say <laughs> oh this substance that just burns would um would be legal so you just have to take little things like that into mind so yeah step a route out and actually to be fair i don't think in this day and age it should be viewed of you know you shouldn't feel uncomfortable if you're taking a round out i think actually you should be given the respect and the rest of them should be given a slap because they're not taking a round out yeah yep, yep. you know there was an advert on here kim on the news said beforehand you know please be the bigger man if a fight develops um, or a situation becomes uncomfortable over christmas i mean for crying out loud it's christmas if you're getting larry with someone surely you've had too much well that is probably a good indicator isn't it if you are starting to get a bit larry with somebody 
um, most definitely. And isn't there a connection also between alcohol consumption and kind of mental health and the symptoms of mental yeah, health? Yeah, I mean, you know, I know, Hector, alcohol is a depressant. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a depressant on everything. It's a depressant on the central nervous system. So basically that means that it will slow your central nervous system down, heart rate, breathing, everything. It is mm. a depressant. But it is a depressant psychologically as well. Yeah. And anyone that is on any form of antidepressant and a lot of the antipsychotics, it will lessen the efficacy of those medications. And that's quite a big one. Yeah. Because if you're on the source every day for, I don't know, say two weeks while you're off work, but you happen to be on an SSRI, something like citalopram or sertraline, for example's sake, there are other ones available, um, then you are lessening the effects of your medication by consuming large amounts of alcohol. Yeah. So again, you know, just just give your liver, your brain, everything a rest, and maybe have some fun and remember Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, we'll come on to talk about that, that kind of having breaks and things throughout the Christmas period that um, I'll talk about later on in the show. So it's not just breaks from drinking or excessively or eating excessively, having breaks from uh, from people as well. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, harm we- reduction of families. <laughs> <laughs> well what can we say there you've just opened a massive can of worms well, live I, on the radio okay right? brilliant well i'm glad we have because i'm hoping that that's going to get some feedback from people listening in yeah. actually you know because i'm really interested if other people if people can kind of message in and say what do they do to kind of make christmas as happy and a positive an experience as possible because you know um one of the reasons for doing the show is that we've kind of acknowledged that for many people, Christmas can be a very stressful period for many different reasons, um, as well as a very lonely period. Okay, so uh, any just, more on the harm reduction? Yeah. yeah, the last thing I wanted to do, can you just waffle for 30 seconds while I reply to this message a minute on Facebook? Because okay. I can't talk and type, <laughs> as my wife will tell you. Okay, so I've got a waffle. No, actually, it's a really good point about the chemical um, that is the basic chemicals of um, alcohol are an antidepressant. Now, I've waffled long enough. I've got thumbs oh, up. Oh, you, you're going there now. No, is no, that, no. Is that it? Stop it mid-sentence. No. Um, the only last thing I've got to say, sorry to interrupt, actually, just while I get it, and then I'll hand over to you, is um, some people like to, like, if you're going to find anything talking about drugs, I am going to talk about drugs briefly for about the next two minutes. So if talking about that subject is going to find offensive, then please just turn your radio down for literally two minutes. A lot of people at this time of year like to take stimulants. Um, over Christmas uh, for some reason they think it helps them retain more alcohol be able to drink more alcohol but we've already discussed that drinking more alcohol isn't so good one of the stimulants people like to take around Christmas time is cocaine now the problem with cocaine and alcohol when mixed it it forms a new substance in the liver called cocaethylene now cocaethylene puts twice as much um twice as much pressure on the heart and the Mm. liver because it stays in the system for about 24 hours extra, making the heart and the liver work a lot harder. So basically you're doing your liver twice as much damage, mixing cocaine and alcohol that you wouldn't be doing if you just did one or the other. Now, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not entirely sure why you would want to mix a depressant that makes you feel slows your body down, slows your mind down, slows everything down with a stimulant which is designed to speed something up because then all you're doing is you're sending your body in two different ways and that is extremely damaging for the body. 
And isn't there something about that that chemical that um, that is created? You get two chemicals brought together, cocaine and alcohol. They create this a third chemical, and it you're saying it puts strain on the liver and the heart. Yeah, that can cause heart attacks. Is that right? Yeah, it can. I mean, cocaine yeah. on its own can cause mm-hmm. heart attacks, but when you when you add in taking any stimulant and any depressant together, mm-hmm. then obviously you're putting a lot more strain on the heart. Cocaine will be filtered out the system in however many hours it would be. The alcohol we've already talked about will be out the system mm-hmm. after so long. Cocoethylene is still in there, forcing the liver to be processed. Yeah. So it's still dehydrating you. It's still causing that extra pressure on the central nervous system. Yeah. So, yeah, again, um, uh, kind of, I think the message here that all of those things um, done excessively are going to cause nothing but harm. And of course, some of them are illegal. I suppose we should mention that, of course. <laughs> that, uh, and, and in fact, any, well, alcohol is illegal it's legal but in in certain contexts it becomes le- illegal doesn't it so if we're driving yeah. you know the, that that ta- during that period or afterwards or we've got excess in our in our systems then we're breaking the law which is gonna ruin your christmas well that's it yeah basically do you want to wake up christmas day in a cell do mm. you want to do you want to be ripped away from your family i mean all again i mean if you put this into context all we are talking about is a night on the beer. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't no groundbreaking epithetic moment that's going to happen. You know, we're not missing out on the event of the century. It's not the second coming of any kind of messiah from any religion, not taking anyone into account or not into account. It is a night on the beer. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, quite now, simple. As I've got older, and now I'm starting to sound preachy, and I understand I am. <laughs> However, as I've got older, I have understood that actually I prefer to leave that night on the beer earlier and a little bit more compass remember it, and be able to go, actually, last night was quite a good evening. You've become very wise. Is, is that right. right? Or have I become old? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with the wise. The wise. Okay, I'll yeah. stick with the wise. Right, and that is the sermon as according to life, according to Beecroft now over. We're going to stick a couple of tunes on for your entertainment and then we'll be right back with more ways of coping uh, over Christmas. <laughs> I'm 
Christmas time There's no need to be afraid At Christmas time We let in light And we banish shame And in our world I've plenty We can spread a smile of joy Throw your arms around the world And that was Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas? And that was 20... I don't know, it doesn't say, it just says 20-something. So, uh, uh, sorry, I've got you down on that one. 20, I'm going to go for 28. Okay. Why not? Why not? That's about right. Yeah. And before that was Thelma Houston, Don't Leave Me This Way. I absolutely love that song, got to be honest with you. So, Hector. Right, okay. Before- oh, sorry. Yes, we've we put the Christmas lights on. We've had to move the camera slightly to get in some of our fairy lights above Hector's head there. Okay, can you see all the Christmas lights? No, um, so yeah, so Bram's turned off all the main lights. I can't see what I'm doing or uh, read my little notebook or anything, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay, so... <laughs> when do you read your little notebook? <laughs> I, I, I don't. Um, I uh, just 
say whatever comes out. Okay, so before we proceed, uh, given that this is the kind of last show of this year and uh, we're a fairly no, new show to the to the kind of um, station, we thought we'd just kind of briefly kind of recap what we've done so far, really. So we had our first show in July of this year. And I think, as we said at that time, the kind of idea that Bram and I had was that we wanted to try and open up conversations about mental health and to try for the show not to be overly kind of clinical or scientific, to be kind of in layman's terms and to invite people to engage with us and join in these conversations about what we know from our knowledge and training and experience about helping people with mental health problems, but also really encouraging uh, kind of people to message in with what's helped them in the past and their experiences. So that's kind of where where we where we started really, and that's how we sort of introduced the the concept of the show. And then in August we talked about anxiety. So we've kind of we talked about the kind of um, background to anxiety and the symptoms, and then some ways to help kind of. Uh, manage anxiety and I think we in that show we were trying to normalize this idea that anxiety is on a kind of scale whereby it can kind of range from very normal nervousness to very normal being very scared and anxious in particular situations which is perfectly natural to where it becomes problematic for people where they feel overwhelmed by their anxiety and their panic attacks and then they can't kind of for that it kind of inhibits what they do and kind of stops them doing things they may want to do <clears throat> then in um, September we took that a little bit further and we talked about stress and we talked about stress management and um, people were kind of coming in with their ideas what's helped them over the years we talked about kind of work related stress and stress about kind of home life as well kind of more personal things and then uh, in October October, I think we. I was ill. You, he was ill. <laughs> <laughs> in October, we weren't here. I got to own that. I was ill. <laughs> in October, we weren't here, so we didn't actually discuss anything. I thought about a lot of stuff on that <laughs> evening and talked to myself. Well, <laughs> <coughs> again. So therefore, it wasn't October. But then in November, we had um, we we decided we would be, if we were talking about mental health, we really had to kind of uh, talk about suicide. And we spent quite a lot of time thinking about how to put that show together because it, we were mindful it's a very sensitive kind of area. But nonetheless, you know, depression and suicide is one of the kind of biggest kind of, um, causes of death uh, in the country. And for that show, we were honoured really by, the, um, by our guest, uh, Tracy Ollen, who came in and very, I thought, not in a patronising way, but I thought very kind of courageously spoke about her experiences of making an attempt at suicide and coming through that and and how kind of uh, relieved she was that it, it hadn't worked for her and how much her life has kind of grown and developed since that very dark period she was going through many, many years ago. So that's, that's the show that we've put together so far. Uh, this evening we're talking about kind of um, <clears throat> stress that can be and distress that can kind of come with this uh, kind of season of joy uh, but for many people it can be a very difficult time but I just want to kind of add a little thing to that in we're not assuming 
that for everybody it's a bad time of year we're just acknowledging that for some it is and but you know nonetheless for many many people it is actually a really exciting time of year it's a really positive time of year it's a time when they get together with their friends and loved ones um and they kind of cement those relationships and they really really enjoy it um and i was kind of reminded i had a, a message uh from uh, a friend of mine earlier today uh asking what the theme of the show was and i was saying what we were talking about and she was just like well actually it reminds her of how lucky she is really and how lucky you know we are for many of us we're very lucky that we can have you know a nice time at christmas and we've got nice things to kind of look forward to so christmas can for many as i say be quite a stressful time i think uh for many people the expectations that we put on ourselves and that the society put on us can be extremely high and that in itself can um create an awful lot of um kind of a sense of pressure and a sense of pressure to perform to the you know to the best and the ultimate and that in itself can cause stress so um i one of the things i thought we could talk about was okay how might we try and reduce that if that's what's going on for us so a couple of kind of uh, headings really one would be um realism um and i'll talk a little bit more in in a little bit more detail about like, about about these so realism being realistic about uh, what can and can't be done planning could I just say good evening to a few people that have joined us on yes, Facebook? Yes, please do. Sorry to jump in. No, no, do, because right I can the see there's lots of activity. Right in the middle of your stream there. I've got a habit of doing that as well, haven't I? No, no, Hector's no. in full flow and Bram goes, oh, excuse me, sir, may I? Just no. want to say good evening to Philippa. Thank you very much for joining us. Amanda Short as well, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, very nice to have you. Liz Robinson and um, Ale Tom Alexander as well, who actually said you guys are naturals. Well, uh, he's correct. He is, actually, yeah. <laughs> And he's uh, he's a psychologist, wasn't he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, so thank you for all of those people messaging in, and some of them, of course, we know. Tom, nice to uh, nice feedback from you, as always. Charming young man, he is. He taught, is actually. Yeah, I and I taught him everything he knows, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so back to my. Yeah, sorry, back to you, Hector. My mutterings. <laughs> After the monkey uh, interrupted <laughs> you there. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, planning is something that um, can be really useful in terms of uh, reducing the kind of stress around the preparation and the build-up to, to Christmas. Um, and in that planning process is also kind of delegating um, and asking for help. Okay, so what do we mean by being a bit more realistic around the Christmas period? So what we could think about really is um, being re realistic about uh, money is a big thing that people often will say they overspend, they get themselves into debt. Uh, January can be really bleak because people can't afford anything because they've kind of overspent at Christmas time. How about that we try and be more realistic about what we can and what we can't afford and try and live within our means? because <clears throat> i think for most people when you really narrow nail down what is it what is it that's good about the kind of christmas period it's actually about being with each other it's actually about having well having a bit of time off work having a bit of time out and actually just spending some quality time with people so being realistic about your budget and what you can afford is a really good helpful way of kind of reducing that sense of pressure on ourselves 
Um, and the other thing to be realistic about is to think about what actually can be achieved because quite often we set ourselves some very extreme high goals in a very short period of time and actually thinking about what is a realistic set of goals to try and achieve um, on the build up to Christmas and particularly Christmas Day that's where people kind of put themselves on under pressure and I'm just going to go off at, uh, uh, cause, because Bram has <laughs> just flashed upon our screen oh He's, so Bram's thought again is uh, it yeah, yeah. Uh, Bram is distracting me and, but it's it's relevant actually in terms of the pressure we can put ourselves there under. you go that's why I was saying it mate. yeah because he's we now have a countdown on our screen in the studio here where it says there are only eight days two hours 21 minutes 56 55 four etc seconds until <laughs> Christmas so using that might not be the most helpful thing because all you're thinking is the, what you haven't got, the amount of time you haven't got rather than the amount of time that you have got. Can I just interject again? Please do. I think half the problem lies is the fact that the shops put out Christmas stuff so early. Right, okay. Now, I have to be honest. Now, this is only an opinion, and I did voice this on Drive Time the other day. But if you just left Christmas to literally... I would push to December, but I would say just the last two weeks before Christmas. So it literally, it started like this weekend coming and finished weekend after the 2nd of January. That's the first week, second weekend in January. That was it, Christmas. Decks go up in that time. Presents have to be brought in that time. Just done. One snippet. Would that be less stressful than it's starting in, well, some people start in January, don't they? Boxing Day sales, p- park amongst other people, Christmas clubs. Well, I think there's I think there's two points to that. One is if we're going to go for planning, we do long term planning. So I was talking to somebody uh, recently uh, about the you know the usual Christmas conversation. Have you got all the presents? This <laughs> yeah. was about two weeks ago, and and he was saying to me, uh, "Yeah, I have." He said, "I've got ev- everything's organised because throughout the year, if yeah, I see something, if I see something that I think somebody in the family or friend or whatever would like, I just buy it and then just throw it away." So actually. There, there, there was this guy looking extremely relaxed, mm. unflustered, and surrounded by maniacs running around the store trying to throw 400 things so into the basket all at once. You're actually saying the complete opposite to me and saying if we make Christmas last all year... <laughs> I'm not saying making Christmas last all year, so we don't have decorations, but if we do the preparation and planning yes, throughout the year... Um, because if you think about it, just off the top of my head... Quite often people will, you know, the, another big event in our kind of calendars can be a summer holiday for many people. Yeah, true. And we might spend half of the year at least planning and preparing and also saving for that. You know, people in January might put the deposit down for the holiday in the August and then they'll keep chipping away at it. So in theory... Yeah, but I mean, come on, <clears throat> surely you're going to spend more on your summer holiday than Christmas. Well, it depends whose house you're in. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's just an idea. But basically, the idea is that when we start planning, and we uh, is a is a good way of kind of um, good, yeah good form of kind of stress management. And part of that planning n- must involve, I guess, um, some kind of realistic set of goals that can and can't be achieved within a budget, in a lifestyle, in a family context. And so you're talking about like putting a budget on like how much you're going to spend for each person in the family if you're buying for that, mm. how much you're going to spend on each child if you've got children, how much you're going to spend on each other, how much food shopping you're going to get, what are you yeah. actually going to buy? Yeah, absolutely. I think the thing we've got to do, sorry, I'm doing arm reduction again. 
Go on and go for it. When I was a kid, 12 o'clock Christmas Eve until the 27th of January, uh, 27th of January, 27th of December, stores were closed. Yeah. So you needed six pints of milk. You needed two things of cream. Mm. You needed whatever. I've got to be honest, man. Stores close midnight Christmas Eve and open again 6 a.m. Boxing Day. Yeah. You've literally got 20, 30 hours mm-hmm. without if, a shop open. If that. So do you need 27 pints of milk, 18 Christmas puddings and 72 pints of cream? No. No, of course not. No, and, but I think what it's about is actually setting realistic kind of e- expectations for ourselves so that we don't end up, um, you know, two or three weeks later or before the next paycheck if, you know, people are working, uh, just going without. You know, it's because that in itself, the knock-on of that, just creates more stress. And in many families, I think they can set a budget they can make decisions whether they buy uh, presents for older pe- older siblings. Uh, so, for example, in my family, we decided many years ago that myself and my siblings, we don't buy presents for each other. We all have families, you know, we all had children, etc. And it was just becoming too costly. And then, so when nieces and nephews, for example, reached a certain age, we all agreed that we wouldn't buy them presents. So it just became more child-focused amongst the siblings in my family and that's just the way that we've and it just takes a lot of pressure off yeah no i, I completely agree with you to be honest with you i i've always said the same you know when it gets to a certain stage you won't buy the adults presents we concentrate on the children yeah. uh nikki reese has got in contact with us i couldn't agree more planning takes the stress out of it and leaves time to enjoy and appreciate pretty good comment that I have to be honest fantastic comment thank you nikki for getting in touch yeah uh, what a brilliant idea yeah planning and managing your expectations yeah so you can plan all sorts of things because it doesn't actually have to be just around um christmas day it's about planning uh the the things you do before christmas during the christmas break um you know the food the people that you're going to be with um the entertainment you can do you know whether you want to be kind of you know with family or friends and playing cards or going for walks all of those things can be planned for and prepared for tracy's got in touch with us as well thank you very much tracy spend time with people rather than spending money you haven't got that causes depression big time when the credit cards arrive couldn't agree more yeah and i think that's kind of what we're saying about manage your expectations and plan to what you can afford because actually you know you can peak for a couple of days over christmas and then you are on a on a downer then way into the kind of new year and, and it's is, totally. it, is it necessary we used to have a thing um when i worked on the crisis team that the 20 around the 21st of jan 18th to 21st of jan that was a uh, major time for us major time because that's when the credit card bills arrive and apparently it's a day now i believe um the 23rd of january or something is the most blackest or depressing yeah. day you, you, agreed by the country yeah absolutely and that's partially to do with the fallout from christmas absolutely yeah so do we need to do that to ourselves? I would say no, harm reduction. Absolutely. I would take Tracy's advice personally and say spend time with people rather than spending money. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what Christmas is about at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And and I think also, um, you know, following on from uh, Nikki's point that it's about, it's about people and it's about t- spending time with kind of people and planning that into your, into your kind of uh, holiday time. Okay. 
So how are we doing? We seem to have a lot of messages coming through at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I am kind of getting through them as I'm reading them out. So mm. Nikki Tracy's message and, and things. Um, we can cut some music if you like. Let's have some music and then we can come back to some more. Because I kind of quite like management. a cup of tea. Oh, okay. So we're going to stick some songs in. I've got a bit of Jason Mraz because I really like that song. I don't know if you know that song, but that's brilliant. And the Christmas favourite of everybody's to play as well. Then we've got some news from Kim, I believe. And then we'll be right back with more Healthy Minds, Healthy Lives with Bram and... Hector, and Odd. please keep and keep and uh, getting in touch. Some of these ideas have been really, really good, uh, and it's just great to have the feedback that people are kind of listening and, and joining in with yeah, their and suggestions. Just one more thing before we do jump. Uh, Tracy's just messaged quickly as well and said, "I love homemade gifts better than bought ones as well." And that's another thing that uh, we may be approaching ha- half time, second yeah. half. Yeah. But no, uh, uh, no, uh, we'll come back to that actually because that's a really good idea about kind of managing. That's and, and and I think that goes to the idea of the, the kind of care and quality of, of effort that we put into something and then how that comes back. Yeah, so remember that point. Okay. Write that in your notebook. I will do.
said I felt it I tried to beat you But you're so hot that I melted I fell right through the cracks Now I'm trying to get back Before the cool done run out I'll be giving it my best This and nothing's gonna stop me But divine intervention I reckon it's again my turn To win some or learn some But I won't it's a arte, no more, no more It cannot wait, I'm yours Just to try to see it clearer But my breath fogged up the glass And so I drew a new face And I laughed I guess what I'll be saying is There ain't no better reason To rid yourself of vanities And just go with the seasons It's what we aim to do Our name is our virtue But I won't hesitate No more, no more It Cannot wait I'm yours Open up your mind And see like me Christmas is coming right here at Pure West Radio, and we're playing all the best music on the planet. If you want to send a Christmas greeting, be sure to be on the good list. Send us your Christmas message now. Get in touch. Studio at purewestradio.com. We really want you to have the best Christmas ever. Merry Christmas, everyone. There is boy child, Jesus Christ was born. On Christmas Day And man will live Forevermore Because Of Christmas Day 
recently rewarded citizens in the town for their contribution to the community. The Council Town Awards saw many local people and groups recently receive their recognition. Gemma McKinley was nominated by Councillor Dillis Burrell for her achievements within her life and gaining a degree under difficult circumstances. Councillor Burrell also nominated the town's VC Gallery for the volunteers' efforts within